0: Right? There's no point, so let's pray. No, really. But it was just phenomenal. Thank you, ladies. Our scripture passage this morning is out of John, John chapter 1. I'm going to be reading verses 43 through 51. John chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote about Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathaniel declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree, you shall see greater things than that. Then he added, I tell you the truth, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Today we're going to finish up our series, Knowing What You Have. Today's about purpose. Next week and over the next few weeks, I'm going to jump back to a couple of things we did last summer. Um, do you guys remember the backpacks? Okay. Remember the backpack. So we're going to be doing that, but we're going to add some things on to it, especially with the things that are taking place in these last few months and in the up and coming months. Um, I'm going to get back into that. So we're going to be talking about our backpacks again, but that's going to start next week. But today we're finishing up knowing what you have, and today is about purpose. Here's our sermon in a sentence. God knows who you are, where you are, and where he wants you to go purpose. God knows who you are, He knows where you are, and He knows where He wants to take you. Over the last several months as we've walked through this particular series, we've talked about the Holy Spirit living within us, how He is our power, how He is our advocate, He's our intercessor, He's our chain breaker, He's what you need, He's been deposited into your life, the very Spirit of the living God lives in you. We've talked about having the mind of Christ. We've talked about our position, the adoption papers that we hold, and we've talked that we have every spiritual blessing has been given to us. So we have all of these things, and all of these things have been given to us. The question is, for what? And it's because we have a purpose. It's because we have a purpose. From Jeremiah here to Nathaniel. Jeremiah, we talked talked a little bit about earlier this week in the Midweek Uplift. That God knew Jeremiah before he was formed in the womb. And then he said what he's going to do. Jeremiah, I know you and I've known you since the very beginning of time. And I know what I've called you out to do. Here, with Nathaniel, the more that I've read over and looked over this passage, the more I've just fallen in love with it. Because there's so many different things that just come out of this passage that scream at me about my life, and that God sees, and he knows, and he understands, and there's a sense of trust, and relaxation, and the, the anxiety, and the, and the fear, and the worry of, is my life going to amount to anything, goes away, am I going to complete Am I going to live up to all of these gifts and talents that people along the road have told me that I have? Am I going to be able to do those things? Am I really going to use them? Or am I going to end up one day sitting before the Lord and handing him a lump of coal of what I've tried to do with my life? Or am I going to hand back to him what he designed me to complete? So here's Nathaniel. I'm sure he's a great guy. I think the more I read about Nathaniel, I think he's, he's, he is passionate about who God is. He has, he has studied the Old Testament. He knows that there's somebody that's coming that's going to free them, that's going to allow their, their people to become everything that, that, that he has ever dreamed them to be. And he's going to run face-to-face, run into face-to-face with Jesus. God knows who you are. God knows who you are. Jesus says to Nathanael when Nathanael comes up to him, Here's a true Israelite, in whom there is nothing false. See, Jesus covers a couple points here with Nathanael in one sentence. He tells him who he is physically. You're an Israelite. I can tell by the way I look at you. I can tell by the way you look. I, I know who you are. But he also says, in whom there is nothing false. So Jesus speaks to him about who he is physically, but also to his character. Now, I'm sure I am not the only one that's either here or watching that is would be very concerned if I walked up to someone and they go, I know who you are, I know where you're from, I know everything about you. At that point, there's this fear that would well up in you to go, oh, my word, my reputation (laughs) has preceded me. Good thing or bad thing? You can choose. But the fact of the matter is when somebody speaks into and about your life in such a fashion, it will get your attention, it'll get it quickly. I've never met you before, I don't know you, I've never seen you before. How is that that you're telling me about myself? You see, this does go back to the creator of the world in Jeremiah to say he knew us before we were formed in the womb. He knew us intimately about us. Where we were going to be, physically who we are, what family we were going to be born into, and our character. God knows who you are. You see, God knows where you are too. because Nathaniel, upon hearing Jesus say that you're a true Israelite and in whom there is nothing false, Daniel or Nathaniel asks him a question, How do you know me? would be the question I would ask. How do we know each other? You don't look familiar. Can you tell me a little bit about how you know me? And Jesus says, yes. He answers and he says, I saw you while you were sitting under the fig tree before Philip called you. Now this this part here where Jesus answers and says, I saw you under the fig tree, um, in, in some deeper study, it can be taken a couple different ways. One, it can be actually physically that Nathaniel was sitting under a fig tree. That phrase, under a fig tree, back then was also an expression. And that expression had to deal with somebody that was out meditating, reading, studying, and they just hung out under a fig tree. So it can be a, an expression as well. So that also lets Nathaniel know that Jesus understood that he is a thinker, he is a meditator, he is one who would have studied the scriptures and was would meditate and think about those things. And so Jesus is not only telling him I know where you were, but he's also telling me I know what you think about. Okay, now it's getting a little personal. Because it's okay, oh yeah, I know, you know, I know who you are. I know to see that you're Israelite but now it's like, okay, I know what you think about. I know what you meditate on. You see, God knows not just who we are, but he knows where we are. He knows where we are physically and wherever we stand or wherever our being is placed, but he also knows where we are mentally. He knows where we are, what we think about. He knows where we are emotionally. He knows. He knows and instead of at this point us going oh my gracious he knows he knows that's not what that's not what Jesus is looking for from us he's not looking for us to get cast into despair or or to be worried or frustrated to go oh my word he knows he wants us to come to him and go he knows he knows and I'm safe there. You see, Jesus' approach to Nathanael here was not to cast him into dread or fear, but that Nathanael would know that he is safe with Christ. That he's safe. And we really can go from, well, you know what he does? He knows it all, so I might as well just be open and honest and let him take me where he wants to take me. You see, the other part of this is that, you know, God not only knows who we are, and He not only knows where we are, but where He wants to take us. He reveals those things to us, where He wants to take us. Where are we going? And this is, speaks a lot to our purpose. Because, see, after Jesus says, I, I know because I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you, then Nathaniel declared. He didn't say, but he declared. You are the son of God. You are the king of the Jews. Jesus goes on to tell Nathaniel, he goes, you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree. And I can almost see like a, a playful smirk on Jesus' face. He goes, man, if you're going to believe that, oh man, there's greater things coming. You think that was good? Watch this kind of thing. And, and just when Jesus, it, it almost like that type of thing just draws Nathaniel, and it would me too, but it draws him even deeper into knowing who Jesus is. And he says, I tell, Jesus says this, I tell you the truth that you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. So really quickly in this conversation, It goes from Jesus declaring and sharing with Nathanael who he was, that you're an Israelite in whom there is nothing false, that you're true, you're not a liar, to you're going to see angels ascending and descending on me. Now, how many of us at that point would go. Jesus, it's nice to meet you. Thank you very much, but I don't think. We know, we're not going there. I'm not no, you know. Thank you so much. I know. You know. And here's the thing. God wants to take us further than we know. God wants to take us further than we know then we understand that I, would, that I personally would accept about my life with the gifts and the talents and the skills and all that I have, I can paint a picture of where I am comfortable going. And Nathaniel probably had that same thought for himself. And Jesus up the ante. Because you know what? It's more than what you think, Nathaniel. You're going to see angels descending from heaven, ascending and descending from heaven on the Son of Man. Are you ready for for that? Are you willing to step into that, Nathaniel? Because the next thing is, follow me. And we have to take a look at this and understand that not only does Jesus know who we are, and God knows who we are, and he knows where we are physically and mentally, but where he wants to take us. And right here, Jesus gave Nathaniel a glimpse of where he's going, and Nathaniel had to choose yes or no. You know, there is no difference in Nathanael than you. None. And we may look at this and go, well, you know, Ian, he was a disciple. He walked with Jesus. You know, at the end of Matthew, when Jesus tells his disciples to go make disciples, that's what we are, our disciples. So the things that Jesus taught his disciples here in Scripture are meant to teach us because we're his disciples today. And there's promises that God has for us and that Jesus has for us. There are purposes that God has for us that are far beyond what we would ever admit or be willing to accept for ourselves. And he wants to take us beyond what we think we are. He wants to take us beyond what we're comfortable with. God has promises for us that are beyond our imagination. Nathaniel studied the Old Testament. He knew the law. He knew that there was a Messiah coming. He never imagined the Messiah would look at him and say that you're going to see heaven open." And the angels of God ascending and descending. I will bet you in a million years he never would have imagined that. Church, we're in a position now to where we can ask for what does Jesus see with me? What does Jesus see with me? I know we laughed and joked a little bit about, you know, how would you feel if somebody walked up to you and told you your life history? After taking a few steps back, we might be like, oh, well, maybe this might be an interesting conversation. We we may want to engage that. But Jesus takes it a step further and tells him what he sees coming for Nathanael. And Jesus wants to tell you the same. There is a message that God has for you, about you, that will take you beyond what you think you can handle, beyond what you would ever imagine would be for your life. And all you have to say is yes. Does this mean that Jesus is going to show up in your bedroom and tell you? It's possible. And I'm just saying because he is unlimited. And it is beyond our imagination for some of us. But God is working to speak with each of us. He is, he is positioning us to hear what he has to say about us. Because, see, each one of us has a purpose, and there's a plan for each one of us. And, and oftentimes it is, it is so unique, it is so unique to us, and it, is, it will take us further beyond what we would ever imagine. Because when we go further beyond what we could imagine, then, then God is on display, and people see Him through us. You see, each of us has a purpose. Each of us has a purpose. And God wants to take us further than what we know. He wants to take us further than what we know. And we need to know it's okay. It's okay. As crazy as it may seem... It's the safest place that we can be, because we're moving and living in his in his purpose and in his plan, and we're moving in under his power. There could be times when we have this quote unquote hairbrained idea. About, I think I'm going to go do this, or I think I'm I'm called to do this and this. And we know it's far beyond what we could ever accomplish. You know, that's a good indicator that it's probably God. I'm sure we could sit down with each one of the disciples at the end of their life and they would be blown away by what God did through them. I never would have imagined that and they would finish the sentence. Church, imagine the impact that each one of us would have if we allowed God to show us where He saw us going. Imagine the impact Just in our community. Imagine the impact just in your family. Knowing what you have, you've been given everything to step into the purpose that God has for you. However inconceivable that it may seem to you, you have been given everything. To be the one that God created you to be. You have it. Church, I just want to encourage you to step into that. Step into that. Because He is faithful, He is true, He is your Father, and He loves you very much. Let's pray. Father, Lord God, I thank you for the day that you've given us to become what you created us to be. Father, I pray that you just allow our ears to be tuned into your voice. Allow our hearts to be open, to to be sensitive to your, your movement and your spirit moving within us. Father, may our eyes be open to see the things you have before us. Father, that our our minds would comprehend what you're telling us. Father, I ask you to move upon us, each one of us. Father, to share with us things that you are going to do In us or around us? Or things that you're going to allow us to see? Like Nathaniel. Sharing with him what he was going to see. Father, may we just grab a hold of that and and understand it as a promise. Father, help us. Help us get ourselves out of the way and to trust you and to trust you. God, thank you for loving us so much. Thank you for revealing to us that you know who we are. Thank you for letting us know that you see where we are. You know our struggles. You know our hurts and our pains and And that you are so faithful to have a way through those things. Father, to redeem us, to restore us, to repair us. To repair us. To set us free from the things that we allow to hold us back. Father, it's never too late to step onto the path of following you and for trusting you. Father, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to believe. In Jesus' name, amen.